it's Dr. Jenny, and I want to say thank you for tuning into my Health Hacks podcast. On today's episode, we're going to be talking about heavy metal toxicity. So, you've probably seen detoxes out there, whether it's a liver detox, a kidney detox, a what, whatever, bowel detox. There's so many of them out there that it just makes my head spin. And I get asked by people all the time, do you think I should do a detox? And my answer is always the same. Well, it depends. (laughs) And it depends on whether or not you need to do it and what systems need to be detoxified and what things you're trying to clean out. And so um, I thought I I actually got a question from from someone about this. So I'm I'm doing this episode at the request of someone who had some some questions about that. And I thought if she's having questions about that, there is somebody else that's having these questions as well. So I want to take a few minutes to to talk about that. And for the sake of simplicity, I am going to throw out the theory that I have that most chronic disease, and when we say chronic disease, we're talking about things like cancer, diabetes, heart disease, high blood pressure, where they're they're lifestyle diseases, basically. And you can boil down those things, the causes of those chronic diseases into two categories. Number one, we get sick because we don't have enough of the right nutrients. So you simply just don't have the building blocks that you need for the chemical reactions that happen in your body to keep you healthy for for those to take place. So we've got nutrient deficiencies on one hand, not having enough of what you need. And then number two is toxicity. You have too much of something that should not be in your system. And that's where we're talking about heavy metals. So when we talk about heavy metals, we're talking about things like aluminum, mercury, lead, cadmium, chromium, arsenic, things that you should not have in your body. And obviously this little equation of nutrient deficiencies and toxicities is very simplified, but I I really do believe that the premise of that is true. And I see this all the time in, in practice. So I think it's very important when you're trying to create true health in your body that you look at both of these things. And if you're interested in learning a little bit more about nutrient deficiencies, that that's a podcast I've already done and it's on my blog. And so you can read about that side of the house, But today, we're going to talk about the the toxicity portion of that equation. And in in that case, we have a couple of different scenarios that we can consider. The, The first is a question of whether or not someone is being exposed to a toxic substance at high levels right now. That would be um, acute, recent exposure to something. So think in that case of someone who has a tattoo. (laughs) <laughs> that that has red red dye in it and red tattoo dye is very high in mercury and so if if so I've, I've actually seen this on a on a blood test where someone has very high levels of mercury and we decided that that was probably where that's coming from because none of the other scenarios fit for her but that is that is the case of where that kind of thing would show up on a blood test. A a blood test is really good for acute recent exposure. So we have the red tattoo dye. And then another thing we have is copper or lead that shows up in high levels in people that are unknowingly consuming high levels of these 
in their drinking water. So old pipes in some homes and in some areas, I, I know this to be true just from where I live and, and talking to the powers that be in this area, there are certain parts say of our city where there's known issues where copper and lead are, are in pipes and it needs to be addressed and it's in the process of being addressed. But in the meantime, while these people that live in these homes are waiting for these things to be addressed, they are consuming high levels of copper and lead. And, and I see that for sure on, on tests all the time. And I, I run both um, blood, urine, and, or all three, urine, blood, and hair um, testing for, for toxic elements. And if, like we were talking about, if you have acute and recent exposure, these things will show up on the urine and blood tests. Now, there's another scenario in which you have been exposed to something for long periods of time. It's kind of ongoing. And then in that case, we're looking at a hair sample. And because excess amounts of toxic substance have to be eliminated from the body, they tend to be deposited in the hair. And when you see high levels of things deposited in the hair, you know that this is kind of a long-term ongoing thing. So we can we can know that we have a, a much longer window. If we're looking at um, a, a blood cell test, even if we're looking at a red blood cell test, which is the dissection of the whole red blood cell, as opposed to just a serum or a plasma test where we extract just the, the serum or plasma, those are much shorter timeframes. They give us a, a window of up to three or four months, the life cycle of a red blood cell. Urine is more immediate, like have you just been exposed to it recently? But when we're looking at a hair test, we know that if, if it's in somebody's hair, it's been going on for a while because it, <laughs> it takes a while for that hair to grow out. So when you see toxic levels of um, chemicals on a hair test, you'll know that this is something where someone has been receiving an ongoing exposure over a long period of time. So that's particularly valuable in situations where someone you, you think that you might be exposed because of your job. Like it's something you're doing every day. And so dental professionals, auto mechanics, um, people that work in agriculture or construction or work with industrial chemicals, those are the people that the hair test is extremely valuable for because they're being exposed to these chemicals day in and day out. And so that is what we, we need to look at it is to see, just to validate that that process. And so, you know, we, we think about those people, but also think about um, we are unknowingly and un, unwittingly in most cases exposed to a number of toxic things that we don't even think about every day. Lipstick, deodorant, beauty care and cosmetic products, a lot of them have lead in them. So it doesn't have to be necessarily just people that are, you know, in the trades industry or um, dental hygienists or auto mechanics or things like that. It's just, unfortunately, that these things are all around us. And a hair hair test is probably the, the method of choice for most testing for most people. And so who who is particularly susceptible to 
having issues when they're exposed to these um, these chemicals, these toxic elements. Anyone who has intestinal permeability issues, and that would be the very famous <laughs> leaky gut syndrome, where your lining of your um, intestine is starts to degrade and, and things leak out that shouldn't. Anyone whose liver detoxification process is less than ideal, it's compromised in some way. People that have blood sugar dysregulation, gallbladder and kidney insufficiency, people that are under chronic stress and those with nutrient deficiencies, here's that nutrient deficiency issue showing up again, those people tend to be more impacted when they're exposed to toxic elements than someone who um, doesn't have those issues. So what are some of the symptoms of being exposed to toxic metals like aluminum, lead, cadmium, mercury, arsenic, you know, and going on down the line with related toxins. The, the National Institute for Health has given us some of the symptoms that uh, people will experience. And listen to this list. It's, it's pretty eye-opening. Abdominal pain, nausea, vomiting, and diarrhea. That, when you see the um, digestive symptoms, those are more indicative of acute metal ingestion. So, you know, a big dose right away. That That's less of an issue with small amounts over time on a regular basis. Dehydration, heart abnormalities and abnormal heartbeats, nervous system symptoms, numbness, tingling, weakness, anemia. That, that happens a lot in, in chronic metal exposure. Kidney damage, liver damage, lung irritation, or fluid accumulating in the lungs or other parts of the body. Um, and when it's in the extremities, we call it edema, where we have that swelling. Brain dysfunction, memory loss horizontal lines on the nails, changes in behavior, malformed bones in children or weak bones in children, miscarriage and premature labor in pregnant women, pregnant women. So that sounds really awful, doesn't it? And obviously those are, you know, pretty general symptoms that can be more than one thing. Just because you have that doesn't necessarily automatically mean you have heavy metal toxicity, but um, those are some things that, and, and quite frankly, most traditional medical providers won't even ask you about heavy metal exposure. It's just not, not on their radar screen. So obviously those can be really big, a really big deal if you have been exposed to these chemicals, they can create all kinds of nasty things. So what do you do if you suspect that this is an issue for you? I, I've got a couple suggestions for that. Number one, I think it's really important to have the testing to know whether or not this is a problem for you. So for most people, like I said, the hair sample test is, is the way to go. Unless you think that you're getting exposed to large amounts right now, that would look like a blood or urine test, but, um, hair testing is kind of the, the, the way to go with, for most people this way, if you have this testing done, you'll know number one, if you have an issue, number two, how big of an issue do you have? And what specifically have you been exposed to? If you know what you've been exposed to, you'll know how to focus your detox efforts. So that would mean that you would know exactly what you were trying to detox from. And that can help you in, in a number of ways. 
it, it's important that you, if you have high levels of something in your body, that you do detox. And there's different um, ways to do that. There's different agents. And when I say agents, I mean things like herbs and supplements and lifestyle things you can do that will help pull these toxins out of your body. But you, um, you want to make sure that you understand the way that the toxins are going to be eliminated, whether it's a something that's going to happen through it's a water soluble process or it's a fat soluble process because um if you don't know what that's doing you may actually cause more problems as you're trying to detox for example if you're trying to detox from something that's fat soluble and you aren't eliminating properly that means going poop every day if that's not happening then you bind up all these toxins you're trying to clear them through elimination channels. And what ends up happening is you're constipated. And so that sits in your gut and you reabsorb all those toxins and you end up actually more toxic than before you started. So, you know, what we want to, we want to know is what we're exposed to, how it's detoxified so that we can do it in an orderly process and support all of the, the right things as you're, you're detoxing. And, and you'll actually know what, what is building up in your body. And that lets you not only detox from it, but then turn around and figure out, okay, where's this coming from? Because it is super important to get it out of your body. But if you are getting it out of your body, but it's just coming back because it's in your work environment or you're being exposed to it in your lipstick, you're slathering on lipstick and it's got lead in it. What, um, where is that coming from and what do you need to do to, to get that to stop showing up in your life and accumulating in your body? So that's, um, that's what you do about it. You first of all figure out if it's really a problem and, and what the problem is. And then you go about remedying the situation with the proper detox strategies and, um, you know, identifying the root cause of the problem. So I hope that you found this uh, podcast informational and it gave you some, some food for thought. If you would like to talk about this or any other health issue that you're having, you can um, jump on my website, drjenny.com, D-R-J-E-N-I.com. And there's a little button you can use to schedule a free time to talk. So we can talk about this or whatever it is that you are having issues around and just determine if we're a good fit to work together and then get your next step lined up so that you can get to feeling better. So thanks for listening and have a great day.